0: What's up, Maniacs? My name is Sky Menhart, and you're listening to Manic State of Mind, a podcast where a crazy girl talks about her crazy life. Um, no, it, it, that is what it is, but it also is what it isn't. You know what I'm saying? So you guys would laugh if you were watching me right now because I'm laying here with complete face mask on my eyes are closed I am in the chill position laying on my bed (laughs) Um, sometimes I like to do a little self-care in the morning just to get my day started in a good way sometimes I do a facial sometimes I do a little hot washcloth to the eyes you know and that's what I'm doing today and I just feel really good really at peace and today I wanted to talk about The messy journey that is finding your inner peace. It's very interesting because I think a lot of us with our mental health issues, we go through major periods of turmoil. And during these times of turmoil, a lot of what you just want is to feel calm. You just want to feel stable right you just want to feel and i know i don't like the word normal but you just want to feel normal and it can be really really stressful especially if you're aware of what you're going through oh like oh shit you have that feeling like damn i'm about to be really depressed and i could argue that most people who go through mental health issues are especially if they've been to therapy a few times they're aware of When they're about to go experience an episode, whether that's depression, anxiety, whatever it is, a lot of times you just have that gut instinct that it's about to begin like a period of sadness or a period of despair or a period of mania. Even, you know, I always know when I'm getting a little manic and there is a moment where there is a turning point where, you know, it really starts to go downhill, you know, uphill in the mania. Not uphill, but I'm saying the mania goes uphill and I start to go downhill because of that. And it's a really scary place to be. And always in that moment, you're just like, damn, I just wish, I just wish I had some peace right now. I just wish I could chill. Like, why can't I just chill? That's one of the most fucked up parts about having a mental illness. So... It's really important to remember that healing is not a linear journey. It is such a messy, crazy, dark process. Uh, Whenever you're processing trauma, it can get really nitty gritty, really down and dirty. It can be really tough. It can be really difficult um, to remember things that brought you a lot of sadness or a lot of pain. And so in those moments, it's, 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 the peace feels far away. And what I want to tell you is that it is, it is such a, I I know you're going to hate me. I know you're going to hear what I'm saying right now. And you're going to say, oh, Skylar, I wish you hadn't said that. Like, but I'm going to say it. Healing is a journey. I know you're gonna hate me, it's so cliche, it's like, life is a journey, take time to smell the dirt on the way to the garden, like, I know, it's some, some bullshit, I know, but what I'm trying to say is that, it's different, first of all, it's different for everyone, and, and so, and so there's no need to ever compare your journey to other people's, right, because everybody is having their own individual experience, but boy, oh boy, do I struggle with the comparison. Um, I had to like emotionally detach from Instagram because I was getting too in my feelings and just so pissed off at everything and comparing myself to other people. And I'm always like, dang it. Because at work, at my job, all my managers are like 20 years old and I'm 24. And, and I know I shouldn't give a shit about it. I know. But I'm just like, damn, this... Person is twenty years old. They're like a junior in college, and they're telling me what to do. And I really fucking hate it. (laughs) Why are they more successful than me? And I know it's all jealousy and pettiness and all this bullshit. And I'm I'm aware of it, and I'm working on it. But it can be really difficult when you see other people succeeding, and you wonder like, why am I not at that place yet? Why don't Why don't I have that yet? And I'm trying to. Instead of doing that, I'm trying, especially with healing, because some people. Sometimes you see, you might have one of your friends go through a major glow up, they glow up financially, they glow up emotionally, they get their dream relationship, they get their dream car, they live in amazing house, they blah, blah, blah. And you might, you might feel like, damn, why, why don't I have all these things? And you know, and you might get a little jealous, and you might feel a little bad about yourself. But you have to know that everybody's experience is different and you don't know what they had to go through to get to where they are now. And the healing journey is different for everyone. And it and it and it, it really it takes a lot of time, you know, and it and it's unfortunate. And I think this is why a lot of people avoid healing. And they avoid facing their trauma and they avoid um becoming aware of themselves because healing is so emotionally exhausting it's extremely it's extremely intense at times there are periods where you go through complete numbness where you feel nothing and then there are periods when you feel everything and it's really awful and you're crying twice a day you know There are periods when you can't get out of bed because you're so, so depressed and you just can't even move. And so it's really important to remember that the journey is going to look different for everyone and there is literally no need. It's not, it's impractical to compare yourself to other people. Quite frankly, I'm being a a Virgo right now and I'm telling you as a Virgo, it is impractical to compare yourself to other people there's literally what is it even going to do is comparing yourself to your rich friend going to make you rich no so what is the point why is it necessary it's not and if you look at things sometimes you really have to be a little clinical with things and you just have to look at them straight on And look at the facts and say dude it's not even productive to compare myself to other people so for that reason alone I'm not going to do it and once you stop comparing you stop being jealous and you stop feeling bad about yourself so it's a really great it really improves your experience and I want to mention that especially with healing because that is a is one way to avoid some of the messiness right why make it harder for yourself when it can be a little bit easier let go of some of the things that are keeping you from that peace right and that's ultimately kind of what healing is it's just finding that peace and the journey to finding peace is so messy and the result of peace is so worth it that's what i'm trying to tell you the result is worth all of the crazy shit you go through to get there. And I want to say that because, like I said, it's easier to live in the chaos. Um, It's easier, in a way. It's easier and it's harder. It's easier because if you're not facing yourself, if you're not acknowledging your flaws, if you're not working to change your behavior and become a better person then you avoid accountability, right? You avoid taking responsibility for your life. You're just living in the gray zone, I'll call it. It's just like this place where you're only acting out of the trauma you went through. And you're messy and you're not helping anyone. And you're probably dragging people down. And I'm only saying that because that's how I used to be. I would never say that about somebody else because I'm not judging anybody else's journey. But I think we've all had friends like that if you aren't a person yourself who's gone through that phase. And maybe not everybody goes through that, really. I don't think everybody does. But I think a lot of people who go through a lot of trauma, sometimes it really affects their behavior when they haven't dealt with it. And sometimes it's not their fault that they haven't dealt with it. I will never shame somebody for not dealing with their trauma because sometimes You simply don't have the resources. Sometimes you can't afford to go to therapy. Sometimes you don't have health insurance, so you can't get on medication. So I'm not trying to shame anybody who hasn't dealt with their trauma because sometimes it's not possible. And that's really unfortunate, right? But sometimes you just have to go through these crazy experiences to learn lessons that will ultimately build your character and make you a better person, right? And that's really what life, in my opinion, that's really what life is all about. It's all about learning lessons and becoming better. And that's all you really have to do. And I would say kudos to you if you're just trying to do, if you're just taking steps every day to be a better person. That doesn't mean you don't make mistakes. That doesn't mean you don't fall back into bad habits. That doesn't mean you i don't know that doesn't mean you're not, you're perfect but it just means that you are working on it you're trying to be better and that's ultimately all you really have to do you just have to show up at life and you just have to roll with the punches and try to be a better person and in the end in the long run that is way easier than living in that fog of trauma Really, and you might go through some messy healing processes, you might be grieving, which is, I mean, grief is another episode, but grief is also so messy. And a lot of us go through a lot of painful things. I mean, most of my friends have gone through some really painful things. And I know the people who message me when you guys message me and tell me your experiences, I'm like, my heart is breaking for you because. Not only have I been there, sister, but I understand how painful life can be and I, and I just feel for you if you've been through that pain. Most people have. So I think the important thing is with healing is never be judgmental of yourself or others, right? And comparison is judgmental. You're judging yourself for not having something and then you're judging someone else for having something. So it's really important to remove that judgment, just remove it from your life because it's not really serving any purpose. Obviously, I'm not talking about the judgment you need when you're making decisions. I mean, like judging other people, being judgmental. When you're going through healing, you experience a lot of raw emotions especially when you're looking at your trauma it can be very traumatic (laughs) it can be terrible you know and maybe you take seven drops of cbd but nothing's working you're still having anxiety you don't know what to do and it can be really painful but one of the most important things to remember about the healing process is that it is not a linear process you know, I know with grief, you we have the five stages of grief, right? I don't know them off the top of my head, but what I always hear is that grief is not linear and healing is the same way. Like I'm saying, you will have good days, you will have bad days, you will have days where you feel amazing and you feel positive. And then you will have days when you're really going through and doing that deep shadow work and dealing with your inner child and healing your trauma. And those days are harder. And so what I want to express, what I want to emphasize is the importance of having no expectations when it comes to healing. And I know that's hard, but if you're practicing being non-judgmental then having no expectations will also help you because a lot of times we go into the healing process and we say, all right, we're really excited about it. Okay, I'm going to get some healing done. I'm going to heal this, I'm going to heal that. You have all these expectations and then you're going to say, and after that, I'm going to be fine and I'm never going to have a problem again. But the thing about healing is that it is a lifetime process. That doesn't mean you will go. You will be healing your entire life Because I believe healing will come find you when it needs to happen. So if you're in a good spot right now, don't go out looking for healing. Don't go try to heal yourself if you're doing well. Because right now, it might not be time for you to heal. But healing will always come find you when it needs to. When you start to feel yourself getting triggered, that might be a sign that it's time to do some healing if you're dealing with a lot of crazy emotions, and you don't understand where they're coming from, that might be a sign that you need to go a little deeper and do some healing. But it's not something it is not a linear journey. And it is not a journey that ever ends, you don't reach this destination where you're 100% healed, and you never have to heal again, unfortunately. So that's why I want I want to express that it's important not to have high expectations when it comes to healing because it's such a messy process and because it's a journey and because it is something that will go on for the rest of your life. Now that doesn't mean you don't go through periods where you're doing really well, right? I kind of think about bipolar disorder if we're talking if I'm talking about my experience. So with my manic depression. I think I go through periods where I'm experiencing symptoms and then I go through periods of remission, right? So if I'm having a manic episode, my disease is flaring up. But if I'm after my manic episode, I go through a period of remission where I'm experiencing stability and peace and and positivity, right? And I'm not dealing with the symptoms of my bipolar as much. That doesn't mean the symptoms go away, it just means they're easier to manage, right? And so with healing, it's kind of the same thing. You go through a period of remission where you're not needing to heal, and then the healing comes and finds you, and you go through a healing period, and then you come out of it, and it's the cycle. It's a cycle. And I, I don't want you to be discouraged when you think about it because, like I said, it will come find you. Healing will find you at the right time. There's no need to go searching for it because it will show up at the right moment and it will be a teacher and it will teach you if you allow it to. But there's no need to go looking for it, especially if you're doing well, right? But it is such a process. It is such a process. And that's why it's important to have low expectations, to remain not judgmental, and not to compare yourself to other people or their journey because everybody has a unique experience. And whenever you compare yourself, you really, you're really only looking at, at another person from one point of view. You're only seeing the outside. Like when we go on social media and we see people on Instagram living their best life, we're only seeing the best parts of their life. We don't know what they're going through on a day-to-day basis, you know, how they feel when they go to bed at night. We don't know what's really going on with them emotionally. So there's no need to compare ourselves to these people online because first of all, we are not them. And second of all, we don't know what they're really going through. And that's why it's important to remain non judgmental because you don't know what other people are going through. And I guarantee you, most people you meet day to day have had some serious trauma that they are working on. And they may have this perfect life on the outside, but that doesn't mean they don't scream into their pillow at night. <laughs> I am always aware of those kind of people who are so positive and so happy all the time and like, live, laugh, love. I, I, I Everybody's empowered. We we rock. You know, those kind of really positive, happy people. I always look at them and I'm like, girl, I know when you go, when you go home at night at the end of the day, I know you're screaming into your pillow because there's no way you're not dealing with some deep, dark shit. And maybe that's a cynical way to look at things. But I'm a cynical person. I'll admit it. And sometimes I don't trust those people who are so happy go lucky all the time. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? (laughs) What the fuck is wrong with you? Why aren't you miserable? And that is being judgmental. And I shouldn't do that. But I really do. I don't trust those happy, happy people. And I'm sorry. And I think a lot of people who go through mental illness, you guys, I know you guys understand what I'm talking about. I know you know somebody who's like that, who's all happy and positive, And you're like, you don't understand where their attitude, like, why do you have such a good attitude right now? Like, why? And instead of being judgmental of them, you know, and judging their journey, just judge your own journey. And don't even judge your own journey. Don't judge anything. Because the moment you start placing judgment on things and the moment you start having expectations, like like maybe you've been dealing with some, maybe you've been going through attachment issues. You've been addressing your attachment issues and you've and you've been working on it and you've been doing it and you're like, damn, I'm still feeling these issues. I'm still not seeing results. There's no need to place judgment on yourself if you're not seeing the results you want to see because like I said, healing is not a linear journey. It's an up and down. It's a roller coaster of emotions. It's a wild ride. And you will never reach this perfect destination of happiness. And I think instead of aiming for happiness, we need to aim for satisfaction. We need to aim for gratitude. We need to aim for love. Because happiness is a very temporary emotion, in my opinion. And it's not it's not a destination that you're going to reach at the end of a journey, it is, you have to choose to be happy throughout the journey. It's a choice you make every day. It's not this final destination that you want to reach because the second you start placing those expectations on it, then it becomes impossible to reach. Then it becomes this hard to achieve goal when really it's a choice that you're making every single day. And during the healing process, it can be difficult to experience positive emotions at times because you might be – on top of healing, if you have mental health issues, you might be experiencing your mental health issues on top of the healing that you're trying to do because these are two separate things, right? So you might be affected by your depression and trying to heal, and that's only exacerbating the issues and making things worse. And if you're going through something like that where healing is making things worse – Maybe it's time to take a break from the healing and focus and focus instead on taking care of yourself. Because there is a point where it becomes excessive. I think a lot of us who have obsessive personalities, because I think, you know, when you have bipolar, OCD, ADHD, um, even depression and anxiety can cause you to obsess over things and overanalyze things and be really critical of yourself and really critical of other people. And... Your mental health issues can exacerbate these, these traits that you naturally have. So if you are an obsessive person like myself, like sometimes whenever I was going through my healing journey, and it's not over, but whenever I was going through the beginning, I was trying to get so much inner work done to the point that I got burnt out. And that is the point, if you're experiencing burnout from anything, that is the point where you need to take a break and start just focusing on self-care. Like, for example, this is just an example I'm going to use, and I'm not going to go too deep into it, but I watch this dietitian on YouTube, Abby Sharp, and she talks about, you know, eating habits, she talks about healthy eating, how to be healthy, how to make your favorite foods healthy, she analyzes other YouTubers' diets and talks about it, and I really like her videos because she's really positive and um, not judgmental. And she always says that if you're struggling with disordered eating, you should never try to go on a diet. You should just try to heal your relationship with food before you try to implement any sort of diet. And she's anti-diet culture, which I really appreciate. So if you want to check her out, her name is Abby Sharp on YouTube. But I just wanted to give that example because... Like if you're going through an eating disorder, the last thing you need to do is go on a diet. Instead of going on a diet, you need to be healing your relationship with food and just focusing on that rather than focusing on counting calories, cutting things out of your life. And it's kind of similar when you go through healing. There comes to a point where if it's affecting your mental health to be healing, you might need to take a break and just chill out, put on a face mask and listen to your favorite music and, and, and you know, smoke a blunt or something. And I'm just saying that because that's what I would do. <laughs> that's how I chill. And I don't smoke too many blunts, maybe, But you know I be smoking. But you guys know what I mean. Um, it's just really important to be aware of your feelings and where you're at and what you're capable of moment to moment. Because sometimes if you're depressed, if you're anxious and you're trying to heal, It's not going to be a good situation. And so maybe wait until you're out of the depression to go through the healing phase. Maybe wait until you're in a better state of mind and in a more stable place to begin the healing process so that you can look at things with a more positive attitude and not get overwhelmed with despair because it can be really hard. I've tried it. When I was in high school, I went to a religious boarding school, which, yeah, talk about trauma, bitch. It's a miracle I didn't get molested at that school. It's a miracle I didn't get raped at that school. It's a miracle I didn't get assaulted at that school. But I know some people who did, you know, several people who did. So anyway, I was extremely depressed. I had been put on an antidepressant. I wasn't diagnosed with bipolar disorder at that time. I was probably 16. I was a junior in high school. And I was extremely depressed and I was still being indoctrinated with this religion. And it was really messing with me because I would pray and pray and pray and pray and pray and and just pray, pour my heart out to Jesus. And I would never get an answer to my prayers. (laughs) And I was like, damn, this is really discouraging. And I was on top of that, I was really depressed and anxious. But I was trying to heal and become this perfect Christian while being depressed and anxious and everything was only exacerbating the issues and the fact that I wasn't getting any feedback from the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ was really discouraging and I was trying to you know have this relationship with God while going through major anxiety and depression and insomnia because I have bipolar and they put me on an SSRI and it was becoming a problem I was not sleeping I could not sleep because they were making me take it at night, dude. At night. Taking an SSRI at night. My doctor was so it's not I I had a psychiatrist and he was so overworked. He was the only one closest to where I lived in rural Virginia where I live. And we couldn't get in to see anybody else. And he was the only one that would take me. And he had so many patients that he just didn't have time to give everybody adequate care. So I'm not mad at him. But I wish I had been diagnosed with bipolar disorder a little sooner, but it's common to get a misdiagnosis. So I was really struggling with the, with my mental health, but at the same time, I'm trying to be this perfect Christian, and it just wasn't conducive to the situation. And so I was so stressed all the time. I wasn't sleeping. And instead of trying to fix my mental health issues, I was trying to have a relationship with Jesus. And Jesus couldn't help me sleep. Jesus never answered my prayers. Jesus jesus and me it's just not meant to be with me and jesus and if you if you have a relationship with jesus i'm not judging you i mean i'm happy for people who it works for but i'm not christianity is not meant for me um and so it was really hard for me to focus on my mental health while i was trying to heal and i was trying to have this relationship with god and it didn't help me. And I know for some people, having a relationship with God does help them. So if if it works for you, I'm not saying, you know, stop doing it. This is just my journey and my experience. And I wanted to give that example because I think it's a good one for those of us who are trying to heal while going through mental health issues. There comes to a point where you need to take care of your mental health first, where your mental health and your well-being comes first, and you can put healing on the back burner especially if you're dealing with, you know, mania, depression, anxiety, whatever it may be. It's really important to just take care of that mental health before you begin the healing process. And that's what I'm saying. It will come find you. Don't go looking for healing because it will come find you. It will come at the right time. It will, it will find you and it will be a good time when it does and it's and and if you wait until the right time to heal it's not going to be as difficult it's not going to be as draining it's not going to be as exhausting and this is the stuff that you need to know before you begin the healing process so you know when the right time is so you can sense it and if you're sensing that you're about to go through an episode whether it be depression anxiety mania whatever it may be Take that moment to say, you know what, my mental health comes first and instead of healing, I'm going to focus on taking care of my mental health. Because I can't heal properly if I'm not taking care of my mental health. You can't have an effective healing session if you're going through a major depression episode. That doesn't mean that at the end of the depression episode, you might have learned something or you might you might come through a better person. You might have come through with a lesson learned. That doesn't mean that healing can't happen when you're depressed. But I'm saying you need to let go of that criticism of yourself. Let go of that judgment of yourself. Let go of your expectations and give yourself time to have. To heal from your mental health and to and to heal your mental health instead of working on healing your trauma i'm mainly talking about healing trauma because i think that's something that a lot of people go through and it's really necessary to do at some point but it's not the best idea while you're experiencing a mental health episode because it's only going to make things more difficult more complicated and you're going to have these expectations of yourself like why am i not Why am I not getting peace faster? Why am I not healing faster? And if you're anxious or depressed or manic, it might just be because you're not in a great place mentally and it's not the time for you. So I just want to end this episode by saying, release the judgment of yourself and others. Release your expectations for everything in life. Zero expectations are the way to go. Because the minute we place expectations on something, we are judging it. And whenever we don't get what we expect, we are disappointed. So if you have no expectations, you never get disappointed. And I wanna say thank you so much for listening to this episode. I've gotten several messages from you guys, and I really appreciate when you guys message me and let me know what you're going through, how you're doing, your experiences. So you can find me on Instagram at Manic State of Mind Podcast. And you can email me on and on uh Gmail at Manic State of Mind Podcast at gmail.com. I'll leave my Instagram and my email in the description if you have any episode ideas or if you'd just like to share your experience with me. I'd love to hear it. And I won't share it on the show unless you want me to. And thank you so much for listening. If you like this podcast, please share it with a friend. Leave me a rating, leave me a review, follow me on Instagram, it helps the show. I will see you guys next week or whenever. Ha ha.